It's 9.09 p.m. Tuesday, August 27th. We're moving forward. You already know what's happening, man. It's New Wave Radio, New Wave TV. The wave continues. And we're on our we're on the road to success, man. We're here. We're here. So um I want to talk about today um, a few things. Excuse me as I get this weird filter off my podcast. Talk about a few a few things. NFL football. We talk football, NFL. And I want to talk about the Meek Mill situation. Meek Mill is not on probation anymore. No more probation for Meek Mill. Shout out to Meek Mill. Shout out to everybody on um, in Philly. Shout out to Dream Chasers. Um, much love to Meek Mill. You know, he's all for this probation thing. He had about, I would say, like 11 years probation. He took a plea. Um, every time he would get locked up, or something like that. He would wind up doing like a year or something, two years, 24 months behind bars or something like that because this particular judge was just being unruly. You know what I mean? She was just doing too much. And Meek, in return, had to do a lot of, um, he had to do a lot, go through a lot. He had to go through a lot. So they gave him... He doesn't even have to go through a new trial. I'm not sure. I think it's... I think he... They dropped it down to a misdemeanor. Um, He's basically a free man. He doesn't have to go through the nonsense anymore. You know, it was big. I mean, um, I'm not going to be one of them guys that sit here and say, why they doing it for just Meek Mill? I mean, that's because that's what he was going through. He wanted to use his rap career as a tool to support social, the social injustice, all this stuff. You know, he used his he used his career in a good way. You know, so um, in the process of that, he met a lot of people. He networked. He built relationships, and he spoke on what we as young men in urban America go through. You know, so he basically was our voice. You know, he was our voice. We couldn't speak. We couldn't do it. Nobody would listen to us. You know, none of these billionaire people are listening to you. So they're listening to Meek Mill because they're in his circle. He's in their circle. He was able to get in their circle and build with these people talk to these people and let them know like yo I think this would be something big I think we have to we have to be we have to be with this this is gonna strike a movement um he got in the door he kicked in the door he made his he made his presence known through music and then this it's very huge. It's huge. It's huge. It's a big deal because um, he beat, he defeated a broken system. 
You know, he defeated a broken system. Now, I'm not going to say he defeated him because he ended up with a misdemeanor. But a misdemeanor is better than a felony. Am I right? He got off with a, with a misdemeanor. In his case, you know, you've seen the charges that he was charged with. For that to become a misdemeanor is huge. You know, so... um. It's a lot of guys that we know, and I know a lot of us out there like, why are they only doing this for Meek Mill? Why are they only doing this for him? Like, it's because he got money. It's because of this, because of that. No, look, you got to be patient. You got to be patient. You got to be very patient. Because I'm pretty sure now lawyers are going to be looking into cases like similar to Meek Mill's. So all you got to do is look into cases... Most young men that go to jail are railroaded. They don't go to jail, like, for a real crime. They go to jail for some bullshit. You know, they go to jail for some nonsense. They're not, they're not really going to jail for a serious crime unless it's, like, unless you do something real crazy, like, you know, you catch a body or something like that. Blatantly out shooting at somebody, or you literally get caught with a brick in your in your possession. You know what I mean? Those are those are means of you getting locked up and going to jail. You know, but a lot of these guys get arrested. Um, most of the cops that arrest these young men are crooked. You know, nobody really gets arrested by a good cop. You know, and I'm going to keep it 100. Good cops don't make silly arrests like that. You know, they make arrests, real arrests. They're where the crime is at. You know what I mean? They're there. They're in the midst, they're in the midst of the scuffle. You know, so you got these bad cops, you know, and knock on wood, knock on wood, you know, you got these cops out here. They might plant something on somebody. Plant a gun. Plant drugs, weed, anything. Just to get you off the streets. I'm talking about at a young age. So you got to think about it. At a young age, at like 15 years old, you don't have no money for a lawyer. Your parents don't even have no money for bail, really. But these cops get you with this charge and you're locked up and now they start running these numbers on you. And now you're in the system and you take a plea because you don't know what to do. You don't want to go to trial. You know that. You know you don't want to go to trial for no, um, because if you blow trial, this is some big numbers. You blow, you blow some big numbers. You might not never come home. So young people, sometimes they take the plea. They, they scared. I'll take probation. Give me that. Give me that drug program. You ain't did nothing for you to go to a drug program, but you cop out to a drug program. You know what I mean? It's, it's crazy. The system does that. So when this free meek mill thing happened, it's like you got to respect it. You got to respect it. You got to respect that that man put himself on the line. 
and use himself as an example to help other men. And I'm not even going to say all the black men, other men, period. Women, period. People that's locked up in the system, period. He, he, if you don't understand how big this is, then you're just somewhere under a rock somewhere. You know, he really, he really put himself out there. Because he could have been quiet. He could have kept his money in his pocket and just said, Yo, you know what, I ain't going to say shit. Fuck it, I got my money. I ain't going to talk about nothing no more. But what he did was he used his voice. He refused to be silent. Yeah, he's a rapper. Yeah, he's an entertainer. Yeah, he's investing his money in all these things. Yeah, he's going against a system that is that is huge. But like I said, he was able to build with these other people and let them see the eyes through a young man that been through it. So these guys are like, wow, this is crazy. How could the world, how could we be in a world where it's like that? And they had no choice but to help. They had no choice but to be a part of what he was being, what he was, what he was a whoop. You know, their kids don't come up like us. So they in the back of their mind, they're like, wait a minute. My son's going to soccer practice, basketball practice. He's going to all these fancy schmancy camps. And these kids are fighting for their lives. You know, because in, in, in the city, we're fighting for our lives. Everything's against it. We got, you know, it's, everything's against us. You know, I got family that are police officers. I'm not choosing sides. You know, but I'm I'm not I'm not picking the police officer's side. I'm gonna stay with the majority, and where I'm at, the majority is right here, and I'm with the majority. I came up with them, I didn't come up with cops. But what I can say is that, you know. We, they, they just can't relate to what young men go through in the street. They can't relate to that. And if you can't relate to that, then I can't relate to you. You know, these young men out here are being stopped and frisked. Innocent young men being taken to prison for no reason. That's sad. They're being taken away from a mom, a dad. A brother, a sister, uncle, aunt, they've been taken away from their family. Snatched up off the street. Put into the belly of the beast. You Once you're in there, it's hard to get out. So when, you, when I see stuff like this whole Meek Millie thing, I'm, I'm, I'm interested. I like it. I love it. I'm like, man, this is huge. This is big. Just keep it going. Keep this thing going. Don't stop. Don't stop. Keep it going. Free all these other young guys that's been in there wrongfully accused. 
Because I because like I said, I know cops that go out there and just look for trouble. And I also know some good cops out there that don't even try to get involved in all that mess. You know they cool. You know they cool, they thorough. But it's so hard to find those thorough cops out of all this nonsense. And you know that's messed up. That's messed up. Like, are there any cops that support what Meek Mill's doing? I would really like to see that. But you know, they got that blue wall of silence. They can't be on our side. They can't roll with us. They can't roll with us. They took an oath. They can't be on us. We, we can't relate. You know, it's hard for us to see eye to eye. Like I said, unless it's family, if it's family, yeah, we can we can we can take that wall down slowly and we can talk to family like family. Like, yeah, like we can genuinely talk to them. But even then, like with, with them, it's hard to tell when they're on your side and when they're on the other side it's not easy it's, it's sometimes you just gotta look at them you just gotta say damn but at the end of the day you gotta show them that that love you can't treat them wrong you know you can't treat them wrong you can't mistreat them Shout out to Meek, man. Shout out to Meek. Shout out to everybody that's out there that's on probation, that's fighting to get off probation. Shout out to all of the young men and women that's on there and that are um, going through what he's been going through, that are soon to be off. You will be free. You won't be on probation forever. It's just a minor setback. This is a bump in the road. You'll be off probation. You'll be able to start a new life. You'll be able to do everything that... A normal person, because you are normal. You just got that little thing on tag on you. You'll be able to do everything that other people do. You'll be able to fit in with society, and do all this stuff. So shout out to Meek. Shout out to everybody out there. Um, it's it's just it's just a it's just an interesting situation that people have to go through in life. You know, you can't take your life for granted. You have to um you have to guard this life that you have. You have to guard it. You have to guard it like you don't want nobody uh, nobody's coming in here. You wanna do the right thing, you wanna avoid trouble at all times. Trouble can find you. You just gotta have that sh that shield up. Block it out. Get rid of it. It's football season. So, I, I, I believe this is the last week of preseason football. The last week of preseason football is Thursday. Saturday and Sunday, I think. That's, those are the days. Everyone knows I'm a Giants fan. I'm a huge Giants fan. I said it's going to be hard for me to root for my Giants now that they got rid of Odell Beckham. Listen, let's be clear. I'm a Giants fan. 
Giants fan forever. I love Big Blue. Big Blue's my squad. That's my team. But this year, I'm going to watch Big Blue. I'm not going to really root for Big Blue. I'm going to observe Big Blue. I'm going to observe Big Blue. I don't have a team this year. I might root for the for the Browns. I might root for the Jets. I don't have a team this year. I'm, I'm teamless. This year, I'm taking a break from football. I'm going to take a break from the NFL. I'm going to watch baseball. And hopefully the Yankees can go to the World Series in October. I'm going to watch basketball. Hopefully the Lakers can do some work around by up until January. When football season is over, I can have basketball. I can fall back on my Lakers and watch my Lakers ride it out. But I'm not going to be too pushed, pressed on these Giants. I understand you guys traded Odell. That was a big deal. I was very upset when they did that, but now I'm logically thinking like, I'm I'm like maybe Odell was a bad vibe. Maybe Odell was not a good look for the Giants. Maybe it was time for the Giants to move on because they weren't going to get nothing done with Odell Beckham. You understand what I'm saying? Odell Beckham was just doing too much. He was becoming a cancer in the locker room. He was making all these... all He was drawing too much attention to the team. He never really got in trouble with the law, and Stephen A. Smith pointed that out on first take in the morning. He never really got in trouble with the law. That's a beautiful thing. Because if he did, then, like, come on, man, you already know what, what the vibe would have been like. You know, but I think Odell was too much, uh, I, I think he was too much of an attention seeker. He was too much of an attention seeker. He wanted to be, like, the main attraction, the star of the show. He wanted to outshine, like, Eli Manning. Because Eli's just a quiet, calm guy. Odell wanted to be the personality of the team. If you look back at all of the Giants teams that ever won a Super Bowl, they never had a big-name wide receiver on their team. So I'm thinking maybe they didn't need Odell Beckham. Maybe they don't need Odell Beckham. You know, you know these guys won a Super Bowl with Mario Manningham. These guys won a Super Bowl with Plexico Burris. These guys won a Super Bowl with Armani Tuma. You know, they they didn't have a, a wide receiver like Antonio Brown. They never had they never had that ah oh, that bite at wide receiver. You know, these guys only had they 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 had a the Giants every time they won a Super Bowl they had a top-notch defense and a, a nice offensive line. Regular quarterback. You know what I mean? Eli Manning, Phil Sims, Jeff Hostetler. 
Kerry Collins, when he went to the Super Bowl with the Giants in 2000, they didn't have no much. They had Tiki Barber. You know, guys like that. Wasn't that deep with them. Wasn't that deep. But this, this year, I think the Giants made the right adjustments for next year. I think they made the right adjustments for next year. Because this is going to be Eli Manning's last year. The Giants might make the playoffs this year. Eli Manning going to take them down. And then Eli Manning going to pass the torch to Daniel Jones. And next year, you're going to see a Giants team that's going to be like no other. Because they're going to have... They just signed Golden Tate for... For not really, no, just for this year. They're going to fill that wide receiver gap with something special coming out of college. And they're going to make a, they're going to make a dramatic change in the NFL. So this year, they don't expect the Giants to go to the Super Bowl. If they do, it's a surprise. But expect them to surprise people with their style of play. And everything that they do on both sides of the ball, offense and defense. You know, these guys are awakened, they're focused, the locker room is clear of all the nonsense. Now they can play football now. They can get back to business. They can play the game. They can play the game of football. And they can do a good job at it. You know, so a lot of people, a lot of people are like, I, I know you got a lot of sports and um, media hype people and stuff. They're so politically correct, but they're quick to bash the Giants, but they're not thinking. They're bashing them now, but they're not, they're not thinking down the line. Like, they're not looking at this future of this team. The future of this team is very bright. You know, they added the right pieces in each position, they're adding position, they're adding players. Slowly but surely, they're adding players. They're getting rid of players. They're filling the gaps. You got Saquon Barkley. They're going to find somebody that can complement Saquon Barkley. They're going to put somebody with Saquon Barkley. And then you're going to see that, that remember that, um, that, that, that three-headed monster they had? Oh, you're going to see that again. Because they're going with the formula. They're following a formula. The Giants ain't stupid. The Giants, they, they call the Giants the NFL football Giants for a reason. Them boys win. And nobody and people are seeing them lose now and they're kicking them when they're down. But believe me, they're going to be up again. They're going to be up again. They're going to be up and running. And you're gonna see you're gonna see something huge coming out out of New York City. Um, you know you got the Jets looking good, but I'm talking about we're not. This ain't about the Jets. The Giants are gonna be looking real good soon. Real good, real real good to the point where people are gonna be like, wow. Where did that come from? But you see what this kid Daniel Jones got. You see his arm. You see his accuracy. You see what he can do with the ball. 
you're gonna see some things in a minute, man. You're gonna see some things you're gonna be that's gonna blow your mind in New York City. Believe it or not, you will see some things that's gonna blow your mind. Thanks to everybody for tuning in. Uh, schools is our first week of school. My son started school today. Had a half a day. My other son starts tomorrow. Um, I like to shout out all the kids that are going back to school. All the kids that are doing what they got to do, trying to pass and graduate and make it to the next level in life and take it on and take control of what's going on. Everybody enjoy your week. Tomorrow we'll be back, same time, same place. New Wave Radio, New Wave TV. You guys have a good night.